At the turn of the 20th century, the battle for equal access to voting booths in America was underway. This fight was led by women. These are their stories, and this is the Suffragist Project. in baking sun, freezing snow, and driving rain, over 2,000 women of the National Women's Party stood vigil in front of the White House, pressuring President Wilson to support women's right to vote. The Silent Sentinels, as they came to be called, proved a very effective form of civil disobedience. One of the protesting women is Allison Hopkins, who is married to a close personal advisor to President Wilson. She believed wholeheartedly in the movement, and she is sure her husband, John, believes in the movement, too. We join them in the Occoquan Workhouse, a prison where many suffragists were sent for protesting. Allison, what in heaven's name are you doing here? Oh, John, what a relief to see you. I'm the one who's relieved. I was worried sick when I heard you'd been arrested. Are you all right? Yes, but this is a most unpleasant place. What were you doing to get arrested? Just holding up a banner. I couldn't believe the judge sent us here. Were you picketing in front of the White House? Yes. What were you thinking? The previous evening we'd had dinner in the White House with the President. John, I had to. Why? The President and Mrs. Wilson were saying all those horrible things about the women protesting outside the White House. I couldn't take it anymore. You know I support what they're protesting for. I want the chance to vote. You agree with that. I know you do. I had to do something, so I volunteered this morning. I wish you'd checked with me before setting off on this mission of yours. I didn't think we'd be arrested. All we did was hold up signs. When the crowd called us all manner of names, we just stood there in silence. Did you think about how this might affect me or the children before you set off? Are the children all right? We've all been very worried about you. Can you get us out of here? Are you suggesting I talk with the president? He listens to you on other matters. You're putting me in a difficult position. This was very foolish of you. I'll speak to Wilson. I can't promise any results. Thank you. Okay, let's go. The guard wants me to leave. So soon? Yes, I must go. Give the children a hug from me, and one for you. 
Mr. President, <laughs> did you hear Allison was arrested today? I heard she was parading outside our gate. I'm embarrassed. I really don't know what got into her. Very rude of her. Entertained by the president one day, and then insulting him like that the next. Mrs. Wilson, I know she meant no insult. I don't approve of her actions, and I'm sorry she was part of the protest, but jail? Serves her right. At a time like this, it's treasonous to be attacking the president like that. There are German agents trying to disrupt our war efforts. The women are coming dangerously close to acting like them. Sir? Allison is a patriot. Insulting the president outside the White House is a strange way to show your patriotism. Did she think about how this might affect you, Hopkins? I doubt it. Then, sir, you have a foolish wife. Hopkins, you're ambitious and talented. I can see you running for Congress one day. I don't know whether you realized it. But I have been considering you for a senior position in my administration. I'm sure Allison's actions must have derailed any such possibility. There's still a chance you might salvage the situation. There is? Of course you'll need to rein in your wife. If you want my help, she needs to persuade the others to call off these demonstrations. They can't. Go on. I'll do everything I can to persuade her, Mr. President. Good. In exchange, I'll speak to the warden. I just don't know whether she'll be able to persuade Alice Paul to change her course. Well, there's something wrong with that Alice Paul woman. Given the chance, I believe she would be parading around with our heads on packs. Work on your wife, Hopkins. I'll have her released. Thank you, Mr. President. I am very grateful. I will go and talk to her now. Silly wife. Her actions show exactly why women shouldn't have the vote. Well, the sad truth is women are irrational. I know. I know. Let me take you home. I was dreading spending any longer in this place. If you want to thank me, stop this foolishness outside the White House. We're at war, and you're in danger of being accused of being a traitor. How can you say that? You're being compared to German agents. <laughs> That's absurd. All I was doing was holding up a banner asking for democracy to be extended to women. 
I thought you, of all people, would understand. I've just had to humiliate myself in front of the president. He released you on condition. You stop protesting. He also wants you to convince the others to stop. I can't do that. To ask them to stop would be betrayal. They're ready to suffer whatever the consequences. Allison, be reasonable. You've always said follow your conscience. Not all the way to prison. Your actions have consequences. That's what I was hoping for. You're affecting the whole family. How? The president's been considering me for a senior position. Ah, so... I'm affecting your future. Yes. You're upset because Wilson is dangling a position in front of you. You know I've dreamed of going into politics. John, I thought I'd married a man of principle. I don't want to be married to a politician who sacrifices everything he believes in just so he can move up the ladder. Can't you see the president's using you? It's not like that. We used to share the same ideals. Ideals are easy when they're just words. The test comes when there's a price to pay. This is one of those times. No! This is the time to go home and apologize to your family for your impulsive actions. How do you think Marion feels when her friends talk about your being in jail? She'll understand when I explain I was protesting, so she'll have a say in how the country is governed. Come on. I'm taking you home. It shouldn't be this way, but going to war has increased my popularity. My dear Wilson, nothing could have united the country in this way. It's sad that it takes a war to unite us. Almost united. One of the women is back. No. Well, it cannot be. It looks, it looks like Hopkins' wife. Surely not. Yes, it is. Unbelievable. That's a slap in your face. No, it's a slap to Hopkins' face. She just cost her husband the position I was about to offer him. Oh, this looks interesting. Hopkins is out there. Now, I wish I could hear what he's saying. It can't go on like this. I must obey my conscience. If you get arrested one more time, you'll force me to... Take steps. John! If it comes to a separation or divorce, you know the law will support me in a custody fight. The children come with me, remember that. You've become a monster. You're the one I no longer recognize. You're not the wife I married. And you're not the husband. It's very simple. Get arrested again. And say goodbye to me and the children. Now, I'm taking you home. This isn't fair. I'll be back. I promise. (laughs) 
Allison and John Hopkins stayed together for the sake of their children, eventually divorcing ten years later. At that point, custody and a divorce no longer mattered, as their three children were now all grown adults. The Suffragist Project is a production of Odyssey Stage Theatre. Visit us online at odysseystage.org.